Learn how to build your faith in God's word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's word to work for you. Summer what? One more time. Let's put our hands together for the entire preserved generation, the entire David's army. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise God. Please take your seat. This is amazing. Every year they just blow our minds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every year they just blow our minds. Well done. That was great. Um, that boy preacher, what's his name? Eh? Jindu. That was Chijindu. Chijindu's mom, are you here? Where's Chijindu's mom? Come. Come. We would like to meet you. Come. Hallelujah. Awesome. 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 Come. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. How old is he? 16 years old. Okay, 16 years old boy. Well done. I want to tell you, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Hallelujah. For him to be this sharp and this brilliant, I definitely know that you put in a lot into raising him. I want to let you know that God has already blessed you. You are, you are an amazing person and whatever your heart desire is for him, God will even exceed it in the name of Jesus. God bless you. We are glad to meet you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. All right, let's take our seats. Uh, I didn't hear what you were laughing at. All right, so. (laughs) Praise God. All right. I've just enjoyed the whole service and the whole um, things. Um, I want to appreciate uh, Minister Shade and uh, General Mayowan, their teams. Thank you guys one more time. I want to appreciate you. That is, that is amazing. It is amazing. Praise God. All right. Let's turn to Genesis um, 26. Genesis 26. Um, We don't have so much time, so I'm just going to share. By the way, please, if for any reason you have a teenager um, around you, your child or your neighbor or your relative staying with you, something like that, that teenagers, please, you don't want them to miss Camp David. All right? It is where God shapes their lives. They camp there, hear the word of God back to back. They never come out the same. All right? So please, if for any reason you have teenagers around you, even if they are far from you, you can send for them to sponsor them to attend this camp. It's just like four or five days. 
and their lives never remain the same. They are, they are impacted by strong people spiritually. They pray. They see their mates praying. They pray with their mates. It's something you don't want any teenagers to miss. And it's once a year. So you can't say, if I miss this one, I'll do the December one. No. It's once a year. So they, you can't miss this one. If you need to sponsor that teenager that is not your child, please go ahead and sponsor them. Now, if you don't have any teenager you can find, please still help the event. They need sponsors for the event itself. Because the registration still doesn't cover the cost of the whole conference. Do you understand, guys? So, even if you don't have any teenager, just write them a check, 100K, 200K, 1 million, whatever. Still sponsor the event. They need help. Because, see, at that, that age is the best age to impact anybody. I got, bo- I got born again around that age. I started this ministry at 19. I started DCC at 19. So, don't, don't look down at teenagers. That is the prime age. Somebody gets what I'm saying? So please, I want to appeal to everyone. Everybody should play a part in this. If you can't sponsor a teenager, sponsor the event. God knows your size. At any level you can, please drop something and give something towards it. Hallelujah. All right? Um, I don't know if they still need volunteers for that day, but if they do, you can still find out. There are people that go there just to serve the teenagers and help them. So please, we really need you to do that. Praise God. We are still doing the big four. I just have a few minutes to round it up. All the men, can I hear an amen? Amen. Men, you don't want to miss um, the men's conference next Saturday. That's this coming Saturday, June 1st. It's going to be an amazing time. All right? Um, My friends, Pastor Shekunoke is going to help Pastor Gideon Bai is going to be around. Um, And we have breakout sessions that will cover politics, entrepreneurship, finances, and other areas like that. So you don't want, if you're a man, whether you're a single, married, teenager, as long as you're male, you don't want to miss it. Praise God. Genesis 26, the last of the big four. Verse 18, I'm starting from verse 18. It says, And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of, his, of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them have stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. It says, also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the headsmen of Gera quarreled with Isaac's headsmen saying, the water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essek because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also. So he called the name Sidna. And he moved from there and did what? Dug another well. And they did not quarrel over it. So he called his name what? Rehoboth. He said, because he said, for now the Lord had made room for us, and we shall what? Be fruitful in the land. That's how your story will end. You'll be fruitful in the land. I said these are four things that will change your life. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what stage you are in. But you need to employ these four things if you're not already employing them. Number one is the power of vision. 
where you are is not the problem. It's what do you see? Where are you seeing? If you don't see anything, then you have to pray. Because the Bible said, God said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He said, my sons and daughters shall begin to prophesy. The young men will, will see visions. The old men will dream dreams. That's the biggest thing the Holy Ghost does for you, is to plant pictures in your mind. He said, I will stand upon my watch, and I will pray, and I will see what God will what? say unto me. That is our biggest advantage in prayer. He said, call unto me, and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. You can't be broke and not be able to pray at the same time. You can't afford that luxury. And even if you're already prospering, you need to still constantly connect with God because once you stop making progress and start stagnating, you will start getting frustrated. So you must constantly make progress. You must constantly see the next level. There is always a next level. Somebody getting what I'm saying? So, the power of vision is the first thing that can change. No matter where you are, if you can see another place, if you can see a better place, if you can see the next level, then you can start to walk towards it. Never be at a state in your life where you can't see the next level. That's the power of vision. Get the message if you don't understand it. Number two was the power of what? The power of faith. It's our instrument to overcome. It's a whatever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So you must deliberately build your faith. Say the elders in their own time, when they faced challenges, they overcame it by faith. So faith means believing what God has said in spite of a contrary reality now. You're able to believe. Hallelujah. Number three is the power of what? Relationships. Be faithful. Be loyal. Be committed. Too many people go through life not building relationships. Relationships are assets. They are currency. They are capital. People don't know that. Relationships, there are things people will do for you because they are close to you, not because you are paying for it. Is somebody get what I'm saying? Many people depend on paying for things. Look, the real things you will need people to do for you is you can't pay for it. You need somebody that loves you to do it for you. Somebody that's ready to sacrifice for you. So you build relationship consciously. There's a parable <clears throat> Jesus shared one time of a guy that was about to lose his job. And he said, he quickly took his master's um, um, paper, um, whatever, and went to all the people that were owing his master. And he began to say, how much are you owing my master? So the guy said, I'm owing your master 10K. He said, he reduced it to 2K. He did all those things for all those people. He said, why? He said, he knew he was about to lose his job. He said, so that when he loses his job, he has already incurred favor with these people. And he will go back and get them to help him. Somebody said, okay, you know what I'm saying? And just said, that guy is smart. That's how you leverage your relationship. I'm not saying you go and um, change your boss's um, records. But just was trying to point to us that, look, build relationships. In the day of challenges, people that will stand for you. Whenever a stranger begs me for money, I find that awkward. I say, what have you been with all your life? Where are your friends? Where are your relatives? Who you, where are the people you've been around? Who have you been investing in? If you can't invest money, you can invest effort. I'm going to do a master class for men. Men need to understand there are, there are six things you can provide other than money. Most men think only money you should provide in the home or in the marriage. No, there are six other things, making seven altogether, that you can provide. Six of them don't need money. That means anybody can provide it, even if you are broke. Somebody gets what I'm saying? So there are things you ought to be doing for people now, even if you don't have money. Are, you can make emotional deposits. Somebody gets what I'm saying? Somebody says, I cannot test some guests because I don't have money. No, you are just not smart. It's sense you don't have, not money. There are deposits you can make that will generate more impact than money. It's just, it's just a mindset that makes you feel money is everything. If I don't have money, I don't have anything. You don't understand life. Some of the strongest men in this world don't have money. It's influence that they have. Somebody get what I'm saying? 
you can put in some. Do you know? It, same thing with politics. You don't, you don't need money to start politics. You need leg. Some of the people you are seeing today, I, I, I had, um, the, the, the coming governor invited us, some, some of us young pastors, for a meeting sometime before he, before he even ran for the election. And when we were interviewing him, we found out that that guy and all the other governors you're seeing, they've been serving for years. They don't just come out. Some of you think this guy is just, no, they've all been serving other people. Even if you see uh, all of them, they've all been serving. So they, you didn't need money at that stage. You just need your leg to run errands. To run around, say, what do you need me to do? Take this flyer to this place. Go and pose this. Go and fight in that place. Okay, don't fight, but... <laughs> don't fight. You know, but most of these guys, you see, that's where they start. They serve these people. And by the time they serve in a certain way, they will not, one day somebody will recommend them. But you're just saying, oh, I need money to go into the It's not money you need. It's not money. Today, the last one is the power of determination. The power of determination. Listen, guys, this is the fourth thing. If you are not determined, even good things in your hand will look like they are bad things. Sometimes things don't work immediately and instantly. And that makes a lot of people abandon it, not knowing that the thing has potential. Some things require for you to pour out your whole life in before they start to give you reward. In fact, God is always like that. God needs you to commit before he can show you what that thing can become. Because many people put just, they, they are not, never fully committed. They are half and half. The Bible said a, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He said, let him not think he will receive anything from God. So if you are going to commit to something, if you are going to commit to someone, you have to fully commit for it to work. If you are putting one leg here and one leg here, and this house, many of you are doing Christianity, that's why it will never profit you. It will never benefit you. Christianity will never deliver to you the benefits it carries. There's what is called true riches in Christianity. That's what is called true riches. Some of you will never taste it because you are always half and half. You are never fully committed. You are never fully committed. You can do anything just to get money. When it comes to getting money, you can sleep around. When it comes to getting money, you can bribe. You can change your name. You can deny your marriage. You can do anything just to get money. Let me tell you something. A lot of people abroad um, 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 do arrange marriage and all these things. Just see, let me tell you something. Listen very carefully. There are some things you will do it will affect the integrity of your heart forever. That's what the Bible means by what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul. When you enter into some schemes to get something, especially as someone that has tested salvation, when you, when you, when you ignore your conscience to a certain level, to, to honor money, to honor papers, to honor progress, you can do anything. You're a woman and you, you are sleeping with someone to, to, to get ahead in life. Those things sometimes, you never recover from them. God forgives you, but your conscience never gets back to that state where it is preserved. I can do anything. Just this is only this money that wants to make you lie. It's only this money that wants to make you deny yourself. This money that people are giving away. You want to give away your soul. To get it. Ah. Because you are not fully committed to Christ. When you are fully committed to Christ, you'll find out that He can give you money and give you things that money can never buy. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Oh, there are things that money can never buy, there are things that position can never get. 
is true riches. Only God gives it. And see what they said. They say, if you are unfaithful in the unrighteous mammon, that's talking about money. If you are faithful in naira and dollars, say you can never experience the true riches. If you are still at a point where you never commit fully, money is still a thing to you. You can lie, deny, kill somebody just for a greener pasture. You are joking. You didn't read Psalm 23. He makes you lie down in green pastures. You don't have to lie or change your father's name or deny your marriage. It's greed. It's desperation. It's not of God. It's not a godly thing. Once you severe your heart like that, once you get to that stage where you have convinced, because it's, it's yourself you need to convince. Remember, what I'm talking about is that you need to convince yourself that something is okay and doable. That process of convincing yourself might never, you know, is something you might never be able to recover from. Because you are convincing yourself that this stupid thing you want to do is okay. Other people are doing it. You are, you are telling, you are preaching. And this is totally what you're supposed to do in the positive. You're supposed to convince yourself with God's word. Instead, you are convincing yourself with lies. And the day you start lying to yourself, that's the biggest lie you can tell. The day you lie to yourself. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? You must, be, you must pour yourself into this thing. It pays. It delivers everything it promises. But you must pour yourself because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Hallelujah. The power of determination. So how determined are you? When God lays something in your heart, how determined are you? How determined are you to make it? How determined are you to achieve what God has called you to do? How determined are you to be all God has called you to be? How determined are you? There are so many people hanging on you. So many people are hanging on your success. So many generations are depending on you. You might not see them now, but they are hanging on you. When I saw these kids and saw that boy, and remember what he said, that Pastor K was preserved. So that It's true. It's true. Because there are many times I felt like giving up. Many times. Somebody asked me some days ago, that do you ever get discouraged? I said, yes, plenty times. I said, sometimes if she's talking to me, I'm discouraged. <laughs> many times. Hallelujah. 98% of us have thought about relocating before. The 2% that haven't thought about it are the ones frustrating the remaining of us. <laughs> That's why they don't want to go anywhere. Are you here, somebody? But there are people, all these kids will probably not be in this service today. All that, that boy preaching will not probably not be in this service today if I had given up. That's what I'm saying. But there's no way I would have known that time. So there are some things that are in your future. That I'm saying, true riches, you can't see it now. Some things are in your future, you wouldn't know. But you, 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 you are pressured by today. And you give up because of what you can see. Not knowing that there are things also you can't see. That are also as real. In fact, more real than the things you can see. Are you here, somebody? So how determined are you? Determination gives birth to three things. And we'll see that from the story of Isaac. Number one, determination gives birth to dynamism. Determination gives birth to what? Dynamism. When you are determined, you don't give up easily. So this means you find a way. 
When one way is not working, you find another way. You don't give excuses. Too many young people giving excuses today. It's unacceptable. Isaac, there was no water. Isaac dug the wells of his father. That's an idea. Then they fought him for that well and blocked it. And he went home sad and closed the business. Is that what he did? They say he did what? He dug another well. And they blocked that one. He said, the problem is my location. He shifted a bit. Say he moved a bit and dug another well. And said that one, they did not fight for it. Are you here, somebody? He was dynamic. He refused to allow what was going on to stop him. If this one is not working, what can you... Okay, the business is not working. Go and tweak it. Go and check. Is it the product that is wrong? Is it the packaging that is wrong? Is it the price that is wrong? Or is it the people I'm selling to that is wrong? Are you here, somebody? So if you, what you're doing is right, you're just selling to the wrong people. Or is it the publicity that is wrong? The people that need it are not, don't know I exist. Somebody gets what I'm saying? You see me very active on social media. I'm not playing. Other people can be playing there. I'm walking there. I'm what? I'm walking there. The Bible said, go into the world wide web and preach the gospel. <laughs> That's how I read that scripture. Go into where? The world wide web. <laughs> you can't wait for only where your leg can carry you to. Ah, anywhere people are, I'm there. Except if some human beings are there. If human beings are gathering somewhere, they need the gospel. You see, business people have more sense than gospel people. Where people gather, people are selling lipstick. They've, they've already brought out boots and certain clothes. They will they have more important message. We are shy. We'll move there. Somebody gets what I'm saying. So thank God for social media. So today now, people I couldn't reach, I'm reaching them all over the world now. So is it the publicity? Is it the product that has a problem? Is it the packaging? Is it the pricing? But don't sit there and say it's not working. No, it must be dynamic. Tweak it, adjust it. Don't sit there. All the great businesses you are seeing, they face the level you are facing. But they adjusted something. They tweaked something. When you refuse to grow, you will close up. You will fail. When you refuse to be dynamic, something is not available and that's just the end of your story. There's no more so and so. There's always a way. Let me tell you, but there's always a way. So Isaac went further and dug another well. Dug another well. It was dynamic. Second thing that your determination will bring, it will bring discipline. It will bring discipline. Discipline. If you are still eating anyhow and flexing anyhow, it shows you are not determined to get to where you are going. When you are determined, it forces you to do things that are not convenient just to reach your goal. Do you know how hard it would have been to dig a well in, the, in farming? Then after you finish digging that well, somebody blocks it. That's a good time for us to close. Somebody gets what I'm saying? It's a good time for us to what? Close. But they say Isaac dug another well. That must have affected their schedule. 
that must have reduced their sleeping time. That must have reduced their eating time. The dog are not that well. It takes discipline. You can't be eating life at an early age when you have not built your business or your source of income. You're buying expensive clothes, buying expensive shoes, and you have built nothing. You have not done more important things like setting up businesses, like even sowing seeds. You are just enjoying. Young girl, you are using phone that you can never work for, never earn that kind of money. And you're not working with the phone. It's for play. It's for selfie. And for Snapchat. Discipline. You must be disciplined to make a determination makes you disciplined. When you are determined, you put in extra effort and you sacrifice whatever you need to sacrifice. Hallelujah. The third thing that determination will bring for you is doggedness. Doggedness. When you are determined, you don't give up easily. You don't give up easily. Too many weak people today. Weak. 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 You can't give up easily. You must be dogged. Keep digging. You know, how many of you can guess what Isaac would have done if they covered the third well? What do you think he would have done? Dig another well. That's what Isaac would have done. He would dig another well. He would check what the problem is. But he would dig another well. Doggedness. You can't give up so easily. They just tell you it's not possible and you just go home and go and sleep. The Bible said, knock and the door shall be opened. The original translation says, knock and keep on knocking. Till that door is open. That's what they said. You keep on knocking. Keep on banging. Keep looking for a way around. Remain dogged. It can be done. It can be done. There's money in this country. Are you here, somebody? I said there's money in this country. It just takes those that are determined. Those that are dynamic. Those that are disciplined. And those that are dogged. The harder things get, the real men are, dis- are differentiated or distinguished from boys. Somebody gets what I'm saying? There is a, there's a way to make extra money. Okay, nobody employ you. So what are you going to do? Say, eh, I'm a graduate of, of so-and-so. Ah, and nobody has employed you. And you are carrying paper about? Be dynamic. Can you learn a trade? Can you learn a skill? There are many things. You have a gift. God didn't bring you here because of school. There's already something he gave you from heaven that can make you survive here. Somebody gets what I'm saying? The days of carrying paper about in name of certificates has passed. Thank God today's Children's Day. Parents, let me beg you. Be observant. Don't be like our parents. In their own time, they were correct by saying we should go to school. That's the only way forward. It was true then. It's no more true now. So you can't have kids now and the only thing they are doing is school. Keep looking. Me, I asked my wife. I'm constantly discussing with her that I think David will do well in American football. You know American football? I said, I think he'll do well. I'm, I'm constantly looking at them to check where their strengths are so that I can quickly put them in that line. 
Because that's the greatest guarantee to make it now your gift. Nobody can challenge your gift. It came from heaven. It's certified from heaven. It's different from a certificate. See, your certificate, I hope you know there are countries you will go, they will throw it away. I hope you know. Yeah, let you know that the better. I had a friend, a very good friend of mine, he's a veterinary doctor. He studied veterinary medicine in Nigeria. He went to South Africa or somewhere, one of the developed countries, to look for work. So they, they said, okay, come, come and start. They were laughing at him, say, come. By the time they let him into the place, say, oh yeah, see equipment, operate it. Equipment for animal. He had never seen it before. He didn't know where to even put it on. They were laughing. That you want to look for work. But your gift, eh? Because it came from heaven, no human being can despise it. No matter where in the world you take it to. So start checking what they can do. If they are good at coding, good at computers, good at um, singing, good at dancing, check. My son, I take him to play football now. But when he goes to the field, he fights people and runs. So I say, he might not be soccer. He might be American. That's why I'm saying so. I don't see... See, any behavior you see in your children is not a disadvantage. Look well. There's a message. I'm telling you, you're laughing, but I'm not me. I'm not laughing. There's something inside. Because every time we take football, right now he's not interested in that football. He will wear the boot. Or wear, we are paid for him. He will go every day, every day, other day. But he's not, he's not really interested. I can't see any gifting with that football yet. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm say, I'll give him some months to see if he will develop. If he doesn't develop it, I'll turn. Because sometimes when I come to the house, he, in the parlor, he, he'll be trying to make me chase him. He will run and hide for me to chase him. I said, that's American football. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm seeing something here. Mommy, I'm seeing something here. That's how I think. Oh. My, 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 my other daughter too is like that. She's very into beauty and things like that. I, well, I'm checking it. That's the best thing. All this book, book, book. Everybody reading the book. Out of all these billions of people. How many people would, would they employ? But their gift is guaranteed. Because it came from heaven. Nobody can challenge it. Are you here, somebody? So you're a graduate. Nobody employs you. So you're going to sit down like this and be looking at yourself. It's because somebody is feeding you. There's somebody feeding you. That's the problem. Yesterday, I was talking to my cleaner. The guy that cleans in our, my house. He comes every Saturday. I was just sitting with him. He's a, he has OND in Yabatek. In computer something. He said, where he went to get employment, they, they were only paying 15K per month. He said, he would rather be doing this cleaning. Because it was this cleaning that he used to sponsor himself to school. That's OND. I said, he wants to go back and do his HNDO, but he will still maintain the cleaning. Because he's gifted in that cleaning. See, eh, your, the doors your gift can open for you, certificate can open it for you. The Bible said the gift of a man, it makes room for him. So, you're a graduate, you're a, even if you're not a graduate, you're a full-grown adult. Say there's no work. What, what laziness is this? If nobody employs you, can you look around you? What need can you meet? What thing can you solve for somebody? There's something you can do. There is no useless person. Only lazy people, no useless people. God didn't make any useless person. There are people that become lazy because they are eating free food and free accommodation. Somebody gets what I'm saying? You will make it in the name of Jesus. I decree that the favor of God will promote you in the name of Jesus. Even if you are in paid employment now, don't be the guy that makes excuses at work. Always come up with better ways to improve that thing. One day they will notice. Listen, every boss is looking for who is solving problems. I can tell you, at least me, I know myself. Anytime I see something new, something good in church, I always ask who are those that brought this idea? Because thinkers are the people that bring solutions. So I want to identify the people. That's how every boss is. Once something is wrong in the office, they, they are, somebody is noticing you. 
solving problems. A day will come, they will need to promote somebody. It's you they will pick. It's not really a prayer, though. <laughs> it's something you should go and do. And it will work. Is somebody getting this? Hallelujah. If you are married in the house, can I hear an amen? amen. Married folks, um, we have couples hang out this evening. Come on, give the Lord a big hand. If there's anybody here today that is not born... We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.